Your news programme every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now at 8.40, as promised, we talk to a journalist based in Malaysia to get a sense of the local response to Kim Jong-nam's murder, or alleged murder there. So joining us on the line for more is Farag Zolkepli from the Star newspaper, one of the first news outlets to break the news on Kim's killing there. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Thank you for joining us. So uh, how much do we know so far regarding the Malaysian police investigation, the autopsy that was carried out for seven hours? Uh, so far, um, the autopsy has been completed, but uh, there are no results yet released by the police. And uh, as far as we know, uh, because we have uh, reporters camped out uh, until the wee hours, the body is still at the Kuala Lumpur Hospital uh, mortuary. Right, and yep. in addition to that, of course, there's a suspect who's been brought under arrest, but there are several other figures. We understand five suspects that are still being sought, right? Yeah, four we uh, four men and uh, and a woman, and the woman is believed to be one of the women depicted in the CCTV footages uh, that uh, has been circulated uh, since uh, Monday night. Yeah. So those are the developments of the last few hours. How much local attention, though, from the public and from journalists has this mysterious case been drawing there? Um. Since Monday night, uh, basically all of all of the media's in Malaysia and I'm sure from abroad as well uh, has been focusing on uh, uh, on the Kuala Lumpur Airport and also the Putrajaya Hospital up to yesterday morning. But uh, all those intentions have been shifted to Kuala Lumpur Hospital where the body has been moved. But um, yeah, uh, everybody is basically scrambling for all the little bits of information that they can get. Uh, but uh, so far, the police has not been that forthcoming, mm, but we are trying our level best to get um, adding bits of information. Well, the police are not only blocking journalists from entering, they've also been blocking officials from the North Korean embassy. Can you tell us a bit more about these vehicles from that embassy spotted outside the hospital? Um, basically, um, based on our observation, the vehicles from the embassies have been coming in and out uh, out of uh, Kuala Lumpur Hospital since uh, as early as uh, 11 a.m. Uh, yesterday uh, on Wednesday. But um, as far as blocking their access to the bodies, um, it's not that correct to describe that. But uh, we have information that um, they, are, they, are, they have objected to the autopsy, but uh, the Malaysian police has not relented. They have carried out the autopsy despite the objection. Right. Um, thanks for clarifying, because reports have suggested North Korean officials have been asking for that body, um, trying to get into the hospital and failing to do so. But the bigger question there might be potential friction now between Malaysia and North Korea because uh, obviously this body's going to have to go somewhere. I see. Um, true, but uh, based on my experience, I mean, uh, in dealing on past uh, death and such, uh, especially involving foreign nationals or VIPs, um, I think uh, both, uh, both governments have to come to a middle ground uh, on one side, the Malaysian side have 
perform the uh, the autopsy, so there's nothing much they can do on that on that end. Mm. So I guess they have to come to a consensus. Uh, maybe after the all the findings have been finalized and such, uh, and then the body will eventually be released. I would have thought China would also have something to say about this. Apparently, um, mm-hmm. Kim Jong Nam's family is under Chinese protection, and generally, if somebody dies, you would think that the closest relatives would be the ones who would have that say. His wife, he has two children with her. He has a an ex-wife and a son with her too. Uh, are they not being mentioned in this anywhere in terms of reclaiming the body? At this stage, because uh, it's not a normal death, it's, uh, it's a criminal investigation. So the Malaysian police have the jurisdiction uh, at this stage. But uh, we have heard of mentions that the family are being flown to Malaysia and such to claim the bodies, but uh, no concrete uh, evidence as such. So, But uh, we are standing by. I mean, all the media, uh, foreign and international, are standing by for their eventual arrival, I suppose. Um, one final question. I don't want to put you on the spot here. This might be challenging f- for you and your no capacity problem. to answer, but um, there's been some criticism in the South Korean media of this autopsy process, suggesting that perhaps mm-hmm. Malaysian uh, medical officials are not um, a- as skilled as foreign counterparts to carry this out, uh, that we might not get the accurate finding that some are waiting for. Can you just address those concerns for us? Presumably, your country is very well experienced in, in handling out these procedures. Yeah, uh, I would think that, uh, for me personally, that uh, I have faith on our medical personnel to perform because... The Kuala Lumpur Hospital and the medical staff and the medical examiners are pretty equipped to to perform such a complex autopsy and such. But uh, that is primarily the reason why they were why the body was transferred from Putrajaya Hospital to Kuala Lumpur Hospital yeah. because of the medical uh, expertise there. Yeah, thank you very much. It's great to have you on the line with us. No problem, man. Farik Zolkepli from the Star newspaper. Anyone who's been to Kuala Lumpur or had trips to Malaysia will, I'm sure, be able to vouch for um, developed infrastructure and so on. Uh, I'm sure we can trust the outcome of this when it reaches us. You'll find out here on TBS EFM.